Welcome to the Student of the Game Fire Podcast with your host, Danny B. Today's guest is Eric Vidal, four years of career experience, a backstep firefighter for Miami-Dade Fire Rescue. Although Eric is a newcomer to the service, he's not a newcomer to life experiences. Eric's mindset of wanting to be better not only in the fire service, but with everything he does with his life is a goal I'm sure each and every one of us strive for. We go down a few rabbit holes, but the conversation we had was a great one. With that, I present Mr. Eric Vidal. My name is Eric Vidal. Currently a firefighter for the last four years at a major fire department in South Florida. Uh, Danny B., thank you for the opportunity. Humble to be here, brother. No, thank you. Thank you for accepting the invite. Um, I'm sure I'm sure this will be a good, good, good conversation. Um, so my first question to you is, how did you get into the fire service? Uh, well, growing up as a little kid in, in Hialeah, Florida, you know, we have career day. And in career day, we have these, you know, professions, you know, occupations or whatnot. And particularly, particularly, you know, firefighters would come to career day, you know, they they show the fire truck, they would show, um, you know, they'll tell stories and a group of guys or gals, you know, they're studs. Mm-hmm. right ex-ball mm-hmm. players ex-military whatnot and just the camaraderie and and they always seem so happy yeah okay. right? Right. For the most part, right for the most part you know when you're out in the in the field or whatnot you're out in the public eye you know you know firefighters you know always joking around always you know they just look so happy and, and as a kid you, you want to do that you know you want to be happy you know mm-hmm. you want to chill with your boys or you know with, with you know with like-minded individuals and you know serve a purpose uh now that i'm a firefighter you know, they have purpose, right? Yeah. You know, they show up, they help out people, uh, they get paid a decent wage and, you know, yeah, that's it. That's, 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 that's how I kind of wanted that, you know, um, and I wanted to emulate that. Okay. Um, the area that you reside in, there were all, there are all kinds of different fire departments from small municipalities to major cities. Correct. What made you choose where you're at today? Well, if I'm going to be at a fire department, I want to be in the big leagues, right? Okay. So being in a county, in a county fire department, uh, you have so many avenues, so many different uh, professions per se within the fire service. You have aviation, you have venom you have the boats you we have um technical rescue um brother you name it mm-hmm. we got it mm-hmm. I, I remember i remember seeing mdfr overseas uh when i was in the in, in the army and okay. uh, that was pretty impressive to see you know halfway around the world and you see you know your local fire department you know uh in, in a different country so there's that and um i, I always held off to like, if, if I'm going to do something, I want to be in, you know, like I said, varsity. Okay. Um, if you don't mind me asking, uh, I, and I'm not, and I don't mean this at all in any, uh, wrong sense of the way, but how old are you? 40. 40. Okay. So 40 years old, man. <laughs> what did that play a role in your decision-making of, 
hey, I want to do this. And I, of course, you know, you're up there in age, but like, did, did that any, did that play a factor in any, in any uh, of your decision making on, on joining the fire service? Uh, up until recently, uh, I became aware of my, of my mortality, right? Okay. At 40, it hit. Prior to that, uh, man, and even younger, we thought, I thought I was invincible or whatnot. Right. You know, we, we all Superman. did. Right. Yeah. Right. I remember being in the service. I'll answer your question briefly. Uh, I remember being in the service and I used to like jump, you know, from the Humvees or, or the Blackhawks or, uh, the tanks, whatever. And, and the old timers would be like, Hey, young buck, use a rail, you know, use the steps. Mm -hmm. I mean, ah, shut up, old man. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> now, fast forward years later, I'm that old man. Hey, young buck, use a handrail, use the steps, you know, don't jump down, et cetera. Um, it's amazing how far the time catches up with you and, and looking back, I'm like, man, it's like, it comes for a, for a circle, correct? Mm -hmm. So in the academy, I got picked up when I was 36, turning 37. And man, fitness and nutrition and exercise is, is such a big part of my life that I, I was good. I was hanging around with the with the, with the the young dudes and young gals. Um, age is nothing but a number type of thing. You know, uh, the mindset that, oh, I'm good, I'm healthy, I could I could show up and do the work and age wasn't a factor if anything you know that old man strength was was like a, a thing you know and okay. and knowing when to taper off or or go full speed or you know i'm going from zero to 100 or not just because of experience um so age in the academy it was it was a non-factor man um and i want to say that the fountain of youth is the journey to actually go find the fountain of youth there is no fountain of youth pill or no site there's no location but the fountain of youth is the journey to get to the fountain of youth. And that in the, the journey itself is the fountain of youth type of thing. Huh? Right. I'm not sure if I'm making myself clear. No, I got you. I got but you. Yeah. But yeah, because you're trekking, you're going, you're moving. Bro, being stagnant and not moving, uh, just being still, everything is so overwhelming. Like the, your senses are so like, yeah, you're pretty, pretty much overwhelmed. But if you're moving, you could kind of like, you know, handle or uh, it's not so overwhelming type of thing. I, I, I know, I'm aware of this when I'm, when I'm standing still, if I'm not, let me say this, if I'm not moving, if I'm not moving fast enough, uh, it feels like I'm standing still type of thing. Okay. So moving forward is, is, is medicine is uh, movement is medicine type of thing. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> my next question for you is once you got into the Academy, and you started doing, I don't want to say workouts, but movement in gear. Did you notice a difference where, because it's very easy to be, or I don't want to say it's very easy. It, it's it's very good to be um, healthy and athletic when you're working out in regular clothing. But everyone knows gear is the almighty equalizer. So did you see a difference once you put that gear on and you're having to do your scenarios and your drills and your movements? 100%. It was a it was a rude awakening to say the least. Man, okay. my first my first experience with gear, I was like, I suck. Mm -hmm. No way I'm gonna let this kick my ass. There's no way. How's this even possible? Uh your movement patterns are clearly not the same, right? As when you're skinned or you're right. in workout clothes or whatnot. Uh dexterity is, is an issue, right? Uh, mm -hmm. your senses, they're dulled. Right, they're not as sharp as 
they are when you're not wearing the gear. Uh, the heat, my body heat, bro, cannot dissipate. So it's a double-edged sword. It keeps the heat out, right? But it also traps the heat in the gear. And that liner, man, I'm telling you, I was like, oh, my God, what is this? And so there, I would like to say there's two types of people. You can either cower, run from it, or rise up and run towards it. I, I like to think that I'm the person that run towards it and I'm not going to be defeated. I'm not going to, I'm going to learn from failure. I'm going to see how I could attack this and how I could do it incrementally. Right. As compared to like this new introduction, this whole new stimulus. And I'm being so overwhelmed by, you know, my own senses and, and I'm not even doing anything. I'm just standing still. Right. Right. And I was like, man, this is surreal. And then the breathing apparatus, the furthest yeah. thing you get from that cylinder is oxygen. I was uh -huh. like, oh my God, what is this? Uh -huh. I'm not claustrophobic at all, but man, you put that mask on and now you're in a dark, confined space. You're like, okay, shit's getting real. Hopefully, you know, <laughs> hopefully uh -huh. I have a full cylinder and, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I can finagle or wiggle myself out of this and uh, in time before my air runs out. So that, man, that's just like, you know, settling in type of thing centering yourself i say centering yourself seeking mm -hmm. like being comfortable being ex uh, in an un extremely uncomfortable situation and be like hey it's okay you know i got this i've been in worse places before you know i'll get through this you know just inch inch by inch you know keep on moving forward type of thing and then you know when you see the light you know go towards the light um so to answer your question man yeah that first introduction to the gear was like uh, was so foreign to me that um I was like, I need to have more of it. <laughs> okay. That diabolical, like, uh, full, like, full send. I need, I need to get better in this gear because this is our office, this is our environment, this is a, this is a, the workspace that we work in, and so, I've been in a handful of fires, whether it be a car fire, uh, an RV fire, a structure fire, and we're like, I don't want the gear to hinder my ability to work or be an asset to the team. Because the last thing I want to do is be a liability, right? I don't want to be that guy that, you know, well, there, there goes, you know, that's that dude, you know, we always got to wait on or we always got to like, you know, oh, he's 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 a he's a liability, you know, cautious with this guy or not. I want every time that someone sees my name on the roster, it'd be like, yo, we're good. We're solid. Right, right. Have a good shift. We're going to eat some some good food. We're going to crack some jokes and, you know, we're going to we're going to get a gear workout in at least a minimum. Um, so yeah, man, hopefully I answered your question. Yeah. That no, gear, no. Yeah, you did. Absolutely. That gear is something else. And uh, no, it we, is. We cannot let that be a deterrent to, to not work out in the gear. We can't all, oh, because I'm not good at this. I'm not going to, you know, attack it. Or I'm not going to attack a weakness or a deficiency. Even more so the reason to like attack and work on, you know, whatever your weakness is or whatever your deficient is. So you can make that a strength. And oddly enough, if you work on those sufficiencies and weaknesses, your strengths become even stronger. For that's, um, I'm not sure the rhyme or reason, but that's just the way it is. Right. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so once you realize that training in gear, of course, it is difficult. No one likes to do it, but it, it the benefits to doing it can go such a long way. When did that, as I like to call it, when did that like break or trip in your head where you're like, 
this is it. Like, this is what I'm going to keep doing moving forward. And if anybody wants to join me, they can. Like, when did that actually, like, when did that spark happen? Two scenarios come to mind as, as you're asking this question. Number one was, hey, man, we're just going to put our gear on, check out the truck. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know, SCBA pack, straps, all my traps. <laughs> and we're, we're we're going around the truck, just checking out the truck, and I and bro, thirty minutes into checking out the truck, because we took we took our sweet ass time doing it. My traps are burning, right? I'm not I'm not feeling well, like uh, most likely dehydrated. I didn't I didn't have breakfast. You know, first thing we did was check out the truck. You know, brand new rookie on probation. You know, uh, I got showed up. I got showed up. I was like, hey, yo, hey, young buck, welcome to welcome to the big leagues type of thing. Right, right. And I was like, man. This just sucks. I don't. I don't want to suck. You know. I, I got to get better. And then, but before that, before that, or on, it was my third or second shift on a department. We had a third alarm structure fire at a warehouse. Okay, bro. When I say four bottles deep, <laughs> when I say we were on our fourth bottle, mm -hmm. and we were getting ready to put another another bottle, I mean my fifth bottle, I was like, LT, I can't go anymore, man. Like, yo, I'm done. Heart rate through the roof. I did not feel well. Rehab, show me where rehab is and show me arrival at rehab because I'm not good. I'm not good. And then in the academy, they tell us, oh, you know, you come out, you put another bottle, go back in. You know, you come out, you put another, put another bottle, go back in. And you're like, that's bullshit with all the units that we have and all the manpower that we have. You know, we're not doing that. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit, we are doing that. If, if the chief knows you're you're on a crew, you're on a working crew, you, you're going to get work. And that's what you want, right? You want to be able to do work on the fire grounds. You want to you wanna be that crew that's reliable. You want to be that crew that, okay, hey, we got this. We're, we're, in, we're in sync, right? We're synchronicity. You know, I know that I'm going to back you up and, you know, I know that you're going to back me up type of thing. You know, you go, I go. That's, bro, that brotherhood, that sisterhood, that's amazing, man. To know that, yo, whatever goes down, my guys got me and, you know, hopefully that my guys know that I got them surreal. <clears throat> Did I answer your question? Yeah. 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 I mean, you gave, yeah. you gave, you gave uh, two yeah. examples. Yeah. Those um, two examples. Like the three examples that, that pretty much changed your mindset. Plus I have to add, you're in Miami, Miami heat on top of that, which is a different ball game, humidity and heat. It's a game changer. It is, man. It is. It doesn't matter how much water you drink. You mean, uh, I, as of recently, I've incorporated electrolytes, salts, et cetera. We had those in the in the service when we were overseas, straight salt. Okay. I was like, man, this is horrendous. <laughs> this tastes like ass, right? Uh, so we all mix it with crystallite. Little did we know, aspartame and crystallite, you know, it's horrible for you. So we stopped doing that. But okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, hydration salts we had in the service. It's Man, and down here, you just can't dissipate heat, bro. Like you're constantly wet, you're constantly sweating. It's it's mm -hmm. it's real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the more acclimated you are to that environment, the the better off you are. And and how do we do that? We put ourselves in those situations, right? right. Willingly, you have to willingly. I like, all right, it's not, <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a hard, rough time, but. You know mm -hmm. what? I'm going to come out of it better than I was before. I'm going to come out of it a better human, a, a better father, a, a better boyfriend, you know, son, 
brother, you know, just a better human being in general, just because, you know, you went through something and you came on the other side of it. Right. Right. Okay. Um, so when you decided to begin the, the journey of training in gear, do like for my first question is, are you like a personal trainer or anything? Because like, where did you like, th this is something you wanted to do. So it was like, okay, what, how did you choose which workouts you were going to incorporate or what fire ground movements were you going to incorporate while you're working out? So first question, was I a personal trainer? I used to be a personal trainer back in the day. It used to be called Bally's. You know, I discovered. Okay. Fitness. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I discovered fitness in the service. Gotcha. So we first got to basic training, you know, the, the running, the push-ups, the sit-ups, all the calisthenics. And I actually saw my body change and I was like, results are addicting. Right. And I was like, man, I can actually be good at this. And, you know, I crave it because of endorphins and then just the, the energy and, you know, uh, the group of guys that you're with, you know, iron, iron sharpens iron, you know, that whole mentality, that whole mindset is a real thing. So I discovered fitness when I was young uh, or younger, and I just carry that over into my life. And so it's become like a, a lifestyle. Okay. Uh, I was a CrossFit coach at one point. Uh, I was a CrossFit athlete at one point. Uh, decent, you know, local competitions, uh, you know, not regionals. Uh, the the year my team went to regionals, I was hurt, so I didn't compete at regionals. But, you know, something I've always, like, you know, uh, wanted to do and you know, uh, I preached it. I lived it. I embodied it. Um, so CrossFit that carried over into the fire service and this whole training gear lifestyle. Uh, we used to have this thing called training Tuesdays or torture <laughs> Tuesdays, however you want to perceive it as. And it wasn't just me. It was just a group of guys or gals that would go out to the training center and we'll train in gear again, just cause we need to get better or we need to work on something or, um, stairs, bro stairs in gear and pack holes pack holes bundle just go up the stairs just keep it simple just and see <laughs> you're gonna find out real quick where you're at mm -hmm. uh so that that evolved into like i could we gotta make this a thing okay we, we gotta we gotta keep on doing this and we, and you know the one percenters will find each other type of thing you know like exactly we'll, we'll gravitate towards each other and out of that um, one of my captains and another firefighter, they were starting a RIT team, a RIT, a RIC or a RIT team, a rapid intervention team. Right. And they had a crew together and I, I wanted to join. I want to be part of that. So I became like the alternate. And it's, and it's one thing to know your position, but it's another thing to know everyone's position. So being the alternate, you have to know everyone's role per se. And if someone doesn't show up, you got to cover down. But that's that's true with any type of team, you know, whether it be the lead or the or the man forcing the door. We all have to be proficient in in, in our tasks and skills and we got we gotta know each other row. But being the alternate, I'm flattered, you know, that I could just cover down. And if that day does come, then I know I'll be able to do the workload and know everyone's role. So the whole training gear thing, it it, it wasn't just me, it was a group of us, and uh, I wanna attribute that to them you know, give them credit. Uh, because, you know, you know, sometimes we care to think that we could do it on our own, but honestly, we, some, some things we can't. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And we need a group. Right. And even though 
you can lead by example, man, it gets daunting just doing just doing it by yourself. Do it by yourself. I I I hundred percent agree with you. That's why it's so important to have training partners and like-minded individuals, you know, to like pick up the slack if you're down and out or if they're down and out, then you pick up the slack, you know, and you remind them like why you're here as I, as ha as I've been reminded why I'm there or, you know, what's your why type of thing, you know? So, I mean, it's good, man. It's, it's good. We're just making each other better. We're not really shitting on anyone. We're not, we're, we're not, you know, judging anyone. We're, we're just doing what we do. And, and this is not, this is nothing out of the ordinary. This is something I will be doing regardless, you know, just for my sanity and my, my peace, my, my well being. you know? Okay. All right. What, what amazes me about it is you've only been on the job four years and, 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 and that's the thing, like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but Um, <laughs> uh, I'm still a rookie, bro. being that, Yeah. that young into the game, like that, that mindset will carry you far because normally I would say, You know, of course, most most people, when they get in the service, you know, they're gung-ho at first. And then if they get around some not so motivated individuals or, you know, life takes you down different paths that you choose, you know, you can become stagnant, you can become complacent. But for you to be jumping in, you know, that this young into the game of four years, man, and you're already doing training gear, you're, you're. the message that you're trying to spread through your social media is, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like you are a part of an elite group of, of individuals, Oh, dude. you know, the, 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 the one percenters, like you said. Oh, man, that's so that's so humbling to hear, you know. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being that serious because like I, I, I was actually put onto your uh, social media by a friend of mine, Gilbert, Jeremy Gilbert. So Oh, Gilbert's grinding. Gilbert's grinding. Me Yo, and that that dude's always <laughs> so if if there's one handle that's that's true to the to the man is is that one, man. Wow. and he's a he's a perfect example of I mean, and and he doesn't boast himself to be better than anyone. So that that that's the that's the good thing about Gilbert. Like he always smiles, he'll always say hello. But <clears throat> I remember when I interviewed him and talked to him, he told me, you know, he was at FDIC doing training and he couldn't do it. And that's when it clicked, like, I need to change something about myself. And he's been in the service for a while, starting as a volunteer and now, you know, a professional paid fireman. But um, what I like about it is the fact that you, and maybe that's something you've seen through the service, because um, with you being, you said the Army, correct? Okay, with you being in the Army, There is a level of fitness that you have to have, which which is going to kind of want me to ask you this question, your opinion only. You always hear, and I don't know if you've heard it, but I'm sure you have, but you always hear fire departments paramilitary. And I don't 100% agree with that just because the military has strict guidelines where if you break this policy, this is what's going to happen, not... Whereas certain jurisdictions and departments will go, if you break this policy, uh, you know, we might cut you some slack and give you a warning where, you know, like the military is, I'm sorry, but I've never seen a out of shape, out in the boots on the ground military personnel. 
if you can't do your standardized push-ups or whatever the requirements are, they're going to tell you, hey, they might tell you, I don't know, because I've never been in the military, but they might tell you, hey, we're going to give you a certain number of days or weeks to complete this. If you can't, you're out. There is no, oh, we'll coddle him in, you know, as long as he meets the minimum. To me, there is no such thing as minimum standard in the military. Am, am I wrong? I'll answer your question with this. I would defend the Constitution against terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Bro, we're civilians on the fire side. You know what I'm saying? Right. We we get to go home after a shift. <laughs> we 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 get to enjoy the luxuries and the freedoms of those before us and those presently presently serving. So when someone says paramilitary, I, I don't understand the verbiage. Is that like a, a clickbait type of thing? Is that like, a, you know, some jargon? Just because in the, so full stop in the service, if you don't meet the requirement for the PT standard, you're out. You're we out. You don't have a PT requirement in the fire service. And I'm not knocking the fire service. Hey, man, it's given me so much. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so grateful to be where I'm at today. I've worked my ass off to be here, right? I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. But it's it's not really just to say that the fire service, you know, yeah, we do have our standards and customs and courtesies, just like, you know, similar to the military, but it's not it. It's not it's it. not it, brother. I mean I mean, I've been overseas, dude. I, that's why I, that's, that's I, why I, I had fear, to I, ask you. I had I to fear ask for you. my life, right? On a handful of occasions, you know, people just want to blow you the fuck up. People just want you're in a foreign land. They don't want you there. What are you mm -hmm. doing there? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing here. I'm with my brothers to my left and my right, you know? And if something goes down, I know I got to, you know, I got to protect them and they got to protect me type of thing. You know, we're here for each other, you know? So it's it's just a, a different animal, man. We're we're comparing oranges to apples, you know? Um, you know? And apples have their purpose and oranges have their purpose. <laughs> but, man, uh. No, I, I disagree that the fire service is is just like the military, two two different beasts. Okay, and like I said, this is of course your opinion, but yeah. you hear, I, mean, I hear that very often, and in my head, I'm kind of like, I I don't, and like I said, I I have um I have a family member of mine who's in the service, but like I've always thought to myself, man, that that's not right because. I know like if you do certain things like against military policy guidelines, like there are repercussions, not a slap on the wrist. It's usually something dire. Yeah. So whenever that statement is said, I'm like, eh, I mean, and now granted there are lots of fire departments out there. There might be one out there that I don't know that. Yeah. If you don't do this or that you're out. And if that's the case, kudos, but I hate whenever that statement's used as a blanket as a whole, because I'm like, I, I unfortunately disagree with that with that statement. But, you know, we could go down that rabbit hole um, <clears throat> yeah, another day. But I mean, truly, man, like I said, with me, I, I, I've been in I'm on my 16th, almost 17th professional year as a career fireman. I love seeing the fact that you coming in with you coming in very, very early into the job, man, like you're, you're all in. And like I said, like seriously, kudos, because um, I kind of wish I've had that mindset, which I did, but like, you know, life goes different ways. You get complacent, but you know, I, I see the big picture now, but if you have, 
and you know, you always hear this, the younger generation, this, that, and the other, but I, I truly believe, man, like we are stepping towards the right way. That 1% group is making a big change for the future where firemen are coming in seeing, okay, to get myself better, I need to train. I need to work out. I should go to these lectures. I should take these classes. That's the only way to get better at this job. It's not like you can just come in and be like, I got this, but I'm gonna go sit on the couch all day. Like you have to put in the work in order to be good at this job. Yes. You got to put in the work, whether it's reading the protocols or uh, revising your skills, your medical skills, or being proficient at a, at a task on the fire ground. I mean, to me, at the basic foundation is fitness, right? And then you could just build on top of that. So, yes, you do know how to, you got to know how to force a door. You got to know how to stretch a line. You got to know how to, like, pull a victim out. Um, basic writ task, you know, how, how to self-extricate or um that there's that and then on the medical side you know start an iv mm -hmm. you know keep the keep the blood inside the body you know keep the rest up inside you know pack a wound um you know assist with a with a with the life pack and you gotta be able to you know detect rhythms and, and know your rhythms and know the medication for those rhythms i mean it's a lot man we get we get caught for anything and anything under the sun it was mind-boggling to me on the job I thought it was just like putting out fires and saving lives, like you see on TV and TV shows. Swear <laughs> to God, I man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking with you. I thought it was glorified, overly glorified in in the TV and and the TV shows and the movies. I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Man, come to find out, that's the first thing you do. You know, mm -hmm. farm field. I mean, thank God. You know, I don't want to see someone's house go up in flames or you know their, their belongings or whatnot. That's a bad day for the family. Or you know, I don't wish that on anyone. Or like, but on the medical side, that's the bulk and majority of our of our call volume is medical, man. I didn't know our county was so sick. I didn't know people were so ill, mm -hmm. medically, bro. Whether it be a, a mental illness or you know, a, a traumatic ill, a traumatic event or accidents, you know, traffic crashes, a, a fall. Man, falls are a real thing. It's, and especially in the elderly population, you know, someone falls, you know, remember that commercial help? I fall and I can't get up. Yeah. You know, yeah. I used to joke yeah. about that shit when I was young, when I was a kid, man. I was like, ah, ha, ha, so silly. No, that's a real prevalent thing in today's society, man. It is. I didn't know. I had no clue that, you know, people were so sick, bro. Like or just, in, just in the County, um, disease, disease written, like whether it be, um, cardiovascular disease or, or, you know, a, a diabetic issue, uh, man, you name it, we we respond. You call, we're right. showing up, right. and we're going to figure it out. Well, at least get, get your right to the hospital. You know, that's the least we could do for for a community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, 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 I get it. I get it. And really, another props to you, <clears throat> because Miami Dade, I'm sure you have to be at some point they were they would like for your requirement to be a firefighter paramedic. That's yeah. a whole nother ball game. Like I said, we are where I'm at, we are EMT basics. We assist the paramedics. We usually get there first and we assist them whenever they get there. But like I'll watch them on on a call that's above my skill set. You know, they'll they'll put the the I'll, I'll help put the stickers on and then sure. like watching them do the printout and then they'll rip it. 
and then they'll read it and then they'll be like, mm. like, bro, I'm looking at this thing like it's just a bunch of up downs, lines, squiggly squigglies, but Three lines, yeah. you that's a lot of and then there's um drug uh formulas you gotta know. You got you know, if you're drawing up the IV, how much do I have to give? I give any paramedic out there kudos because I personally, like, I love being an EMT. I, basic, I try to be the best basic I could be, but I don't know. I, I personally would not want to go through paramedic school. So, I mean, I know you said you just got yours, man. I know that shit yeah. wasn't easy. I'm it sure was there was long nights and weekends studying in those books to get it, but you yes. got it. So, man, kudos to you and kudos to anybody else out there that is a paramedic that that's not just for you, but any paramedic out there, like I said, kudos because I couldn't do that, man. I could not do it. You know what? I bet you if you had to do it, you would do it. I'm I'm sure I could. Yeah, but I'm, I you preferably yeah. don't okay. want to do All right. it. <laughs> All right, but yeah, man. I mean, uh, a really good medic saves lives, bro. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. Oh, tr trust me, trust me. We all, and we we don't even have to. When I state this, I guarantee you, those listening, you're going to have somebody that's going to pop up in your head with what I'm about to say. We all know the paramedics that we work with. If something, God forbid, happened to us, who we would want working on us. And that yeah. person's head should, their face should pop up right now because I have unfortunately seen medics that I'm like, ugh, like, ooh. This guy or this girl, like, I don't want to be like that. So I kind of translate that to the fire ground of, I don't want to be this person on the fire ground either. So, but we all know those individuals, unfortunately. And like you said, a hundred percent paramedics are key, vital to catching things before that, you know, we're, we're transporting and they can interject with different drugs and methods. Yes. Full stop. <laughs> oh man um so if anybody wanted to contact you on like their fitness journey like so i like i don't want you to have to put your your personal info out there but what would you say to somebody who was like hey eric um i'm a firefighter I noticed that I'm struggling. What can I do besides, of course, like changing diet that that has to be, I think that's probably a big equation, changing your diet, but what workouts, because, you know, not everybody can just, it's very easy for fire departments to go, okay, we're going to, what kind of gym equipment do you want? Bam, we, we will, we'll get it. But when you put that individual in that room with all these weights and machines and all that, some of them don't know what to do. So what would be your advice to that person? Well, first off, how are you eating, right? Uh, what, are you, what are you drinking? What are you doing off shift? You know, how, how's your lifestyle? Um, I used to say the things that I eat is such a short list and compared to the things that I don't eat, right? Okay. Um, so let's get you on water. Let's, let's start hydrating. Let's, let's do away with the, with the sugary drinks. And um, this, let's just drink water and hydrate and make sure we're, we're, we're being hydrated. Um, uh, an assessment as far as like stairs going up and down the stairs or let's let's see your your cardiovascular system that let's go for a run you know let's, let's see where you're at um uh, even a burpee challenge or you know let's see let's see where you could let's see how many burpees you could do in a minute or let's see how many burpees you do in 10 minutes or okay 
some something to that effect. Um, if you got gear, you know, put on your bucket bottoms and bucket top, and you know, start climbing some stairs. Um, keep it simple, you know, real simple, real basic, nothing uh, ball busting, nothing, you know, nothing out of the ordinary that I wouldn't do. Um, uh, but yeah, the simpler, the better. Let, okay. Let's let's cut out let's cut out all the sugars from the diet. Let's start drinking water. Let's cut out the alcohol. Oh, bro, sobriety is a is is the new flex. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> being present, being sober in the moment. That's man. I I can't tell you the benefits of that. You know, because being under the influence and being inebriated, that ain't it, bro. That's not the lifestyle you want to lead, right? Now, now you're li- now you're a liability. You know, you're not you're not even present for your family. I mean, what are you doing? You know, and they, that goes for anyone. You right. Know? Right. I mean, I mean, I, I can't say too much on that because I personally I don't drink, and I'm not saying that people shouldn't drink. You should, of course, drink to your level of comfort, but don't get inebriated. And it's okay to want to have a taste now and then. I mean, you know, firemen like to get together after they train, go to the bars and drink beer and all that. And that that's fine. That's fine and dandy. But um, yeah, I like how you said, you know, you, you might need to watch your limit of the alcoholic intake for sure. I can speak for myself uh, on this topic. You know, when I like something, I really love it. Like obsessive, okay. right? Whether it be training, training to the point of injury, like I, I need to get, I have to work out. That's, I used to say working out as therapy, but now working out as empowerment, right? It's it's knowing, you know, learning about myself, seeing where I'm at, seeing what I could improve on. It's is it keeps me entertained and it, it keeps me lively, right? It keeps me young, type of thing, working out. But when I, I used to drink, I don't drink anymore. But it was like I would drink to like escape reality type of thing, or not be in the moment, or not deal with whatever, you know, past traumas or whatnot. Up until recently, I was like, I don't need it no more, man. I'm in a really good place. And I've 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 replaced that with this purpose, this mission, this 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 lifestyle that I'm current I'm currently leading and, and living, right? Um everything's good at home. You know, my, my daughter, I have a 14-year-old little little girl. Um, she's perfect as can be. I mean, uh family's good you know my family's taken care of you know i, I can provide for my family uh, knowing that they're good you know and everything's good at home now i can venture off and and uh, do other do other things and you know take on other other tasks per se right right okay and kudos to you for that um because that that's another that's another defeat in itself that's not an easy struggle that we know studies show we have a good number of first responders who are dealing with that issue. No, it's yeah, man. It's a motherfucker, man. It's a vice, right? It's a vice. It's a vice that's comfort, bro. I mean, so comforting just to like be fucked up or just be under the influence. And yeah, yeah, you know, this is, it's not it, bro. It's man, but you have to replace it with something stronger than that. Right. You have to fill that void, whatever void I had, Right when when I was um, in that state, mm-hmm. it has been filled with purpose and admission and accountability and man, I have, this message is so pure, right? 
and I just don't want to taint it. So I don't want to fuck it up. I don't want to, I don't want to tarnish what I'm currently building or what those around me, they believe in me type of thing. And that's another thing, man, when the whole training gear thing, it keeps me accountable. You know, I want people to say, you know, that's the dude, you know, that's, that is on his platform. That's the guy, you know, when you see my page, be like, okay, this is, this, this guy's a real deal. This is, this is, this is the guy he says who he says he is. Not some fake imposter or whatnot. And you can't do that if you lead a double life or you lead, you lead another lifestyle. So, yeah, man. This, man, I'm just so so grateful to be where I'm at today, bro. I shouldn't even be here type of thing, right? I mean, I, I got a buddy that didn't make it back. They didn't make it back home. And, you know, just like honor those that that can't be here with us today and, and honor those that believe in you. And it's like, if... Let's say I, I didn't, I wouldn't be doing this. What was the alternative? You know, mm -hmm. what would I be doing? I don't even want to think about that because that's that's not what I'm doing. But it's like shitting on those people that believe in you. You're gonna do that to them, right? They believe in you. They they confide in you. They trust you, and you like let them down type of thing. And then what what type of legacy or imprint do you want to leave behind? Like what do you what do you want to be known for? You know, some intangible. Look, this is what. This is what so and so did. This is what they left behind. You know, let's, you know, I, I man, so I'm I'm hardly at a loss for words. But it's like this feeling, this notion, really can't be put into words, right? Because yeah. who knows? <clears throat> no, I, I, I hundred percent get it. To, to me, the way, the way you spoke on it, <clears throat> it shows that you don't take anything for granted. That you actually enjoy the purpose you you want to be good at the job. You want others to know, oh, Eric's on the roster today. All right, we're set. Like we're golden. I like, I truly believe <laughs> no fireman wants to be known as that person. That's like, when you look at the roster, you're like, oh crap. Like, Hey, I guess I'm on my, I'm on my own today. You know what I mean? Like nobody, I, I don't think people wake up willingly wanting to go. Yeah. I want to be a fuck up today. But I think at some point, you stray away from that line, whether it's something that you got going on uh, personally, uh, you know, family, whatever the case may be. But at some point, like hopefully you have individuals around you that notice it and go, hey, um, respectfully, dude, like or ma'am, you're, you're, you're messing up. We're noticing it. What can we do to help? And if you have gotten to that point and you're still not acknowledging it hopefully you are i mean you need to take accountability like you said i mean at some point you got to put your big boy your big girl pants on and realize it's not me or i'm sorry it's not them it's me you have to look at yourself internally that's the only way you can grow trust me i have i was that young dumb naive uh jumping off the truck um shoot let me see if one if i Statue of limitations. <laughs> Is there such thing as a statue of limitations within the fire service? But uh, like, yeah, no, but like, I mean, yeah, I like to, don't say it. No, 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 I know, but I, I, I like to keep it real. But like, you know, I used to do some dumb stuff when, when I, when sure. I, you know, when you're, when you're a rookie fireman, you think you know it all, you don't. And it takes people, good people around you to go, hey, man, you need to like fix this. I noticed you do this a lot. And, you know, of course, when you're young, you know, it's like, who is this guy? Like, this is me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, but as you hopefully as you get older, you grow, realize your mistakes and 
make sure the ones coming up behind you, if you see them doing it, you know, um, the way I want to say it is um, delivery is a big thing. You don't want to come off as an ass to people. You want to just be like, hey, listen, take take what I'm about to tell you with a grip with a you know with a grain of salt. I used to be in your shoes. I used to do this. You don't want to go down this path. I mean, you can only do so much to people, but if you sit back and do nothing, you're you're not helping the situation at all. And your message of which people can't see you, he's wearing a training Eric's wearing a training gear shirt and a training gear hat. That right there, if you do that, just a little bit of something in gear, I'm telling you, it will make you realize you have work to do because we all have work to do. Nobody's perfect. But hopefully it gets you going in that, in that phase of, I need to do something about it because we're not here. We're not going to be here in the fire service forever. Of course, we all have time limits. So while you're here, why not try to get good at it? Because I, I true, I firmly believe at the end of our careers, the way we set ourselves up with training can help us further, God willingly enjoy life longer because everybody has a, everybody has an expiration date. I do. We all do. I don't know when it is, but at least I want to be, I don't want to go out due to a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I don't want to go out with something I could have prevented. So two things as I, as I was hearing you speak and you, you spoke eloquent, by the way, uh, number one, uh, talking about speaking things into existence when they see your name on the roster type of thing. I, true story, bro. Hand of God. Uh, one of my buddies approached me and said, Hey man, I saw your name on the roster. I started hydrating. I, I, was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I bro, I checked the, the roster the night before I saw your name on the roster and I was like, Oh, I gotta start drinking water. So I was like, bro, I want to use that shit. I'm going to use it because number one, I think it's hilarious. And number two is like, wow, it's, mm -hmm. it's a testament to like, you know, speaking things into existence and then people like, showing up right yeah or getting ready to show up or at least you know man we're we're, we're going to be in it for for the shift or whatnot so there's that and then number two self-awareness man is it's paramount it's key because you could be going through life being unaware of you know you're deficient or like whatever you're doing and then you're just ignorant to the fact that or you're not how is it? You're not aware of whatever you're going through, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. self-awareness, man, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, am I the person I say I am? Am I the person that wants to continue leading this lifestyle? Am I the person, you know, that, that I want to be remembered by X, Y, Z? Or, or, man, can I start living up to my potential, right? Can, can I, can I positively affect those around me, you know? So, so where they want to like emulate your 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 lead or you know take you know, be similar to you or do you want to be you want to set the example you know a, a big thing in the service man and a, a big thing i see here in the fire service is a uh, lead by example right man hey young buck come here this is the way let me show you a way right let me show you a path a way yes yeah yes i mean cre create your path if you if you wish to and if you if there's a better tool or that you could come up with or a better method or technique by all means use it but i always say hey man this is a method that i use or this is a technique that i use a uh, perfect example having an extra set of gloves in your cargo pocket 
it's a method, it's a technique. You know, if I soil my my gloves, I have an extra in my cargo pocket. That's not mine. That's something I took from, you know, someone that passed it on to me. I'm like, yo, you know, that makes sense. I'm going to use it. Thank you. Uh, something as simple as that, having an extra pair of gloves in your cargo pocket. Um, a technique, a method, you know, this is a path, you know, and I'm trying to create my own path and my own, you know, you know, lay down the the foundation to whatever it is I'm trying to do, man, you know, and if you want to join me, let's ride. If you don't, you know, we'll create a better one then, you know, right. no, right. but I'm not going to shit on anyone's path just because, you know, they don't, they choose not to follow or, uh, um, walk next to me or whatnot, or, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, oh man, I see what you're doing. You know, I, yo, dude, I'm I'm trying to be like you. Like, man, you could be so much better than me. Number one, you're younger than me. You're right. You got so much time ahead of me. Like, you you don't even realize that you already got a leg up on me. Number two, hey man, I'm just I'm just a dude, man. This is let's just do this together. Uh, there are workouts, and the thing I like the thing I love about fitness is it's real, right? It's the effort you put into is what you get out of it. Like with anything in life, but even more so with a with a with a workout or you know a task. Your time, or however fast you did it, however fast or slow you did it, that's real. That's something tangible. That's the that's the amount of work that you can do or you can't do. Mm-hmm. I love that man because no one can say, uh, "Oh, you you could have done this or you couldn't done that." But no, but if it's real, this is the time. This, this it is what it is. It's the time. You know, the clock is undefeated. The clock tells no lie. You know, the Absolutely. clock is will always be the truth. And that's one things I I really that's one of the things I really like about the fire challenge, the firefighter challenge. That's why, you know, I I tend to gravitate towards that. Uh, the firefighter challenge and writ, writ, even though subjective, bro, a writ workout, good lord, it's rude, man. It's just of so offensive. Like, <laughs> I can't believe I sucked this bad. Like, I can't believe I got to work on all these other things. Right. Like, and either you run from it or you run towards it. Either you cower. Or you're courageous, like uh, you face it and then you rise above it. Um, and how are you going to know that if you don't have the opportunity to put yourself in that situation, man? I mean, willingly put yourself in that situation. I mean, I can't, I can't harp on that enough. Like, you have to be willingly submit yourself to the elements, training and gear, so you can be a better person, right? I always preach asset, not liability. Awesome, awesome. Um. I do have a personal question for you. Uh, have you, and, and you might be doing this now. I'm not. I'm not sure. But have you ever? Are are have you ever taken any smoke diver programs? So I'm signed up for class sixty four, coming up February third through the ninth. Uh, Florida, Georgia, Georgia. Okay. So I'll I'll be going up there. I'll, I'll be putting my money where my mouth is, type of thing. See what I've been doing actually works. And um, uh, you know, there was a movie called Men of Honor. Mm-hmm. And in that movie, there's a there's a line, there's a scene. It goes, "The a cookie, be careful what you wish for." So, yeah, man, this is the first time I say it out loud to the masses. Right, I've been keeping it on the deal. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I honestly good. didn't know, but I, yeah. I was like, most people who do the type of workouts you do are either 
you know, past certified smoke divers or ready to attempt to become one? That's the only reason why I ask. That's a good one. I'm going to attempt. I'm going to attempt for, I'm going to attempt to become a smoke diver. Class 64 come this February, February, 2024. This February. Yeah. Okay. I'm in the okay. class. I'm doing the, the prerequisites. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that way I show up with all my T's crossed, all my I's dotted, and um, see where I'm at, man. Again, just out of curiosity, you know, see. No, no, you know, I get it. I get it. Kind of, I, kind of I, myself. I get it. Like I said, and and even if, and, you know, I've heard this before. I've heard this from other s smoke divers as well and other interviews. Um, You know, the the person that comes to mind, I, I'm, I don't know if you know Logan Broberg from Kissimmee. Yes. Solid dude with the with the huge stash, the, the you know, his distinctive stash. Like it took him four or five, I can't remember, but it, it took him more than once. And he never let it deter him until he finally got it. So I mean I, I hope you get it the first time. That'd be great. But Thanks. if you but if you don't, I know you I won't, you won't let that stop you from from achieving that goal. So um yeah, I've been so after it for I mean, I've applied several times, more okay. than twice. Okay. And this time around, got got selected uh, to proceed forward. Um, and I'm going to take full advantage of it, man. I'm not going to let this opportunity pass me by. That being said, um, I don't know what I don't know and just get ready for the unknown. Mm -hmm. And if anything, just training for it. At the bare minimum, just training for it, you'll be a better firefighter. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and to be given the opportunity to go up there, up to Georgia, man, I, I was stationed in Fort Benning, Georgia as a as a U.S. Army soldier, and I swore I'll never go back to that place ever again. And, <laughs> Full circle. I, Full circle. Yeah, I, I guess. Never say never, man. I mean, be careful what you wish for type of thing. And uh, this February, I'll be going up to Georgia and seeing where I'm at. And... Hopefully come out with the victory, uh, make it a day six and graduate on day six. So that's the plan. That's the goal. Um, but yeah, the, uh, have you ever seen Rocky Four? You have to. Uh, you have Apollo. to. Uh, yeah. Okay. When when he fights Apollo. Uh, when Apollo fights the Russian and whatnot. Oh, he... uh, Drag Drago. 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 Yeah. So before before the fight. Before Apollo fights the Russian, Apollo goes to Rocky. Hey, man, I'm thinking about doing this. Um, and Rocky's like, man, I don't think that's a good idea. We've changed. They're like, nah. You think you change, but we're the Warriors, you know. And if the Warriors doesn't have a challenge, you might as well be dead mm -hmm. type of thing. Mm -hmm. you know? And, bro, I was like 10, 11, 12 years old watching that scene. I was like, man, what the hell are you talking about? At forty, I like I know exactly what he's talking about, and we don't if we don't have some type of challenge if we, if we're not if we're not constantly in the struggle if we're, if we're not facing some type of adversary we want we want we might as well be dead you know what I'm saying we need we as men we need challenges we need adversity to like to like overcome and see what we're made of otherwise you're just withering away you are stagnant you know you're. You're not use. You're not useful. You're useless. And what type of man wants to be useful? Useless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I come. I'll come back to what type of farmer wants to be known 
not to be good. Like I, I, I would have a hard time thinking that somebody wakes up going, oh yeah, I, I want to be a dirtbag today. Like I don't see that. I think you get to a certain point <clears throat> where you either surround yourself with individuals who aren't who you need to be around with, or you're making poor decisions and things of that nature, or you've just skated by for so long that you've never had that close call or that reality check is, is how I think that occurs. As you're talking, man, I'm thinking about environment. Environment is so important, right? It's so prevalent. Uh, the example I always use is a flower in a toxic environment will not blossom. It won't bloom type of thing, right? Unless it's a lotus, that bitch will grow anywhere. Like it grows in the mud. <laughs> but if you speak, if you speak to a flower in a negative connotation, in a negative way, that flower would dwindle. It's not conducive to the environment it's in. But if you, on the flip side, if you put it in an environment that's that's conducive and positivity, and that flower blooms. Same thing with, again, man, iron sharpens iron. Same thing with like like-minded individuals. Man, I never thought atmosphere or environment was so important right until mm -hmm. i was consumed by environment i was bro i dreading like dang it how is this even possible how can this how can these whatever have power over me i don't want to let this consume me and i was being consumed man until i was removed or i removed myself from that environment and then i was like oh thank god man wow and that's one of the things my, one of my instructors told me in the academy. Hey, man, you want to go out there? Don't let them dim your light. Don't let <laughs> don't let them take that spark from you, bro. You got a gift. And it took me a minute, but we're here now, man. We're here. Awesome. awesome. No, you're here. You're right. You're here. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> this, this part right here, this is what I call the shameless plug. Uh, I, I, I want you to talk about and let others know about your, um, your, uh, apparel line that you got going on. Thank you, sir. Uh, well, I'm on Instagram at mm -hmm. I am Eric Vidal. You can find me there. Um, if I can be of any use or if I could assist in any type of way, you know, don't, don't, don't hesitate to reach out. I'll, I'll do my best to, you know, to find the answer for you. If I don't know the answer, I'll, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll figure it out type of thing. Uncivilapparel.com, uncivil, U-N-C-I-V-I-L, apparel.com. That is my clothing line or our clothing line. I mean, it's not mine. It's for the people type of thing because um, there's many like me. Um, so, right. Right now, we're just not that big. And hopefully in the future, we could start giving back to charity. But right now, we're so like mom and pop shop type of thing that we, right. we don't have the luxury of, of doing that. But um, we do have our sites given back to the community when possible. So there's that. Um, YouTube. Hey, I'm on YouTube. I, uh, okay. YouTube channel. You know what's pretty cool about these platforms? This right here, man. This interaction. Right. It wouldn't be possible. No. How can you? How can you know someone is even out there similar to you if you don't like, you know, either look them up or scroll through or, and it's all it's all a tool type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. I, I look at social media as a tool. I don't really view it as something that, I guess, it's, it is my identity, but 
on I could just turn it off whenever right. You know, right. and just step away from it type of thing. It doesn't like really define who I am. I'm just putting stuff out there that I would normally do on a regular basis. I'm not trying, I'm not really going out of my way to, you know, create content. I mean, the content I put out is the things that I do on a regular basis. So it's not, it's just like second nature type of thing is. So, so yeah, man, I really like the platform. I really like meeting people. People come up to me like, Hey man, you're that dude. Like, wow, that's so surreal, bro. <laughs> that's so humbling. Right. Or this uh, this line right here. You're oh, you're the famous Eric Vidal. I'm the famous what? Get the fuck out of here, bro. Uh, man, hey man, what's your name? Hey, you know the honor's mine. Pleasure meeting you, and you know, thank you so much. Uh, it's 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 very humbling, and I'm just gracious, man. Just grateful to be where I'm at. You know, I thank the fire service uh, truly for for giving me and afforded me the opportunity to like lead this life that otherwise I wouldn't have. The, the opportunity to 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 lead or live um you know departing the the army or you know the military was like what do i do now mm-hmm. you know and there was a year when i left the service i was like what what the fuck am i doing with my life that i went back in there was this void where we would always have like water on us or some type of equipment even weapons on us and it was like i'm, I'm always like looking for my for my nine mil or my my m4 like you know you lack something and you think you're deficient in something of course you are or like there's a void in you right why am i dicked up or why am i fucked up like what am i missing that you go back to comfort so i went back in you know and and years later i i realized and or became aware that it was a a camaraderie man Mm -hmm. it was the depending on someone or the constant like hey man you good hey you know, what do you need from you? I got you. You know, that, that, that phrase, I got you, man, it's, it's so important to hear sometimes or like to, to know that, Hey man, you know, you're not alone because we're not alone in this world, man. You know what I'm saying? Like the worst thing you could do to a soldier after coming home from war is like lock him up in four walls and a roof. And now they're alone with their thoughts and, and war and solitude is is a punishment, <laughs> right? And being perceived as oh you're deficient or you're fucked up or whatnot because you know you went you went through a certain experience, right? Bro, my bad. I just went off on a tangent, dude. Like, no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. Where did I, I go? I, I, I like I said, I've never been in, in in the armed forces, but there are plenty of firemen who who have, and I'm sure they can 100 percent oh. relate to oh. what you're you're saying because right that that's what i was saying on on a personal level my opinion I, I i feel like it's 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 fucked up um what how we treat those who are there to protect us uh because my brother-in-law i can't remember which branch he was but i mean hearing him talking about how he has to go to the va and when he goes to the va man it's just a circle of Okay, yep, this didn't work. Here's this, here's that. And he just wants to get better. He wants to get help. And it's, you know, it's a revolving door. The way we, I feel like the way we treat our so-called, you know, people call you heroes, you know, what you do for for us, for our freedom. I feel honestly, I I feel like it's fucked up how we how when they come back and they need the help, we just go, here's some pills. 
take this, you know, doctors prescribing, and then that's it. No, that's not what they need. We can do better as a country regarding our military personnel. Man, I lost my train of thought. I was going... Yeah. Well, I'll get back to it. I was I was thanking the fire service for giving me purpose yes, you and were. camaraderie and you know a place to like feel purpose and you know be an asset type of thing. Uh I don't I really don't see myself doing any other profession. It's a noble profession. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I thank every day that you know I'm where I'm at. Uh I don't take it for granted. I, I know this. Um, so, yeah. Oh, we're not alone type of thing, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't want this to be like a hurtful message or anything. I just don't want to be perceived a certain way, but I'm just, I'm, I'm just like, you know, you're not alone type of thing, you know, and, and um, you, you're not dicked up. You, you're not fucked up. You're just not, where you're supposed to be or you know you're probably like longing for something there's a void or whatnot and you know it's okay man just but sol solitude's a motherfucker <laughs> i mean yeah yeah uh <clears throat> and i'm sure others out there can understand and relate your message they can relate to it 100 percent you're not alone. This is why I started this, not for the context of the military, but the, for the context of if you're that person that's out there training in the Bay by yourself, or you're the only one going to these conferences by yourself when it's everyone knows it's more than one person that runs a department, but it's the same individual that's going to these things to try to get better. You're not alone. When you go to these places, you'll meet people. You're like, shit. Yeah, I'm dealing with that too. Oh, where are you from? Oh, you're a half, you're a on the other side of the country from me or the other side of the United States or, oh, you're right in my backyard. I didn't even know you're here. This is why I started it. It's to get the message out that it's okay to be good. Find people to like your crew, find people that right. you can, you can have a common bond with some sort of solidarity. Keep right. doing you screw what the naysayers have to say and just keep going. So I appreciate having you come on. I appreciate that we kind of went down that hole of talking about military and things of that nature because it needs to be stated more. You know, these this is going to be a little rabbit hole here, but you know, if you talk, if you always listen to politicians, they'll always say the good things that they need to say to get your vote. But once they get in that position, they don't do a damn thing. That's why they're fucking politicians. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like very few will actually do what they say they will do. So um, I appreciate having you come on and what I call talking the gospel. Thank you for taking the time to do it. Yeah. Uh, for those listening, thank you for listening. I'm just a nobody. I, I, I call, I'm just a brown guy from North, uh, North Carolina that just likes to talk shop with other like-minded males and females in the fire service that it's okay to, to want to be good at this job. It's okay. If your department is going through some issues, you don't have to feel like you're alone and at some point, if you feel like you need to go somewhere else, go somewhere else. Go somewhere where where you feel like the department values the individual. Um, so uh, is there anything else you want to say before we head out? Yeah, I would like to say two things. Sure. So first, first off, by no means am I fucked up, right? Uh, I don't want to sound like 
I'm some type of way or not because I know I know dudes that are really fucked up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not I'm not making I'm I hope I'm not portraying myself as a victim because I'm not I'm not a victim. You know I've overcome adversity and challenges and you know I'm I'm I stand up on I stand up on my own two feet type of thing. But I know I know dudes that come back from overseas and and they need help and I'm good compared to them. Um, so yeah, that that's that's like that's that's like a real thing. So I, please don't misconstrue my message. I'm not trying to say that uh, poor me and all that shit because that, that's not the case. And then number two, bro, thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me on the podcast, man. You're you. You don't know how many people you're connecting. I'm telling you, just to listen to my senior instructor, just to listen to Lieutenant McKnight mm-hmm. on your podcast, to listen to Chief David Rhodes on your podcast. You know the Jason Worthy, just to have, just to just to the quality of people you have in your podcast, man. It's 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 dumb, you know. And when you first reached out or you told me about this. This interaction, I was like, man, I don't feel worthy, dude. Like, <laughs> like well, who am I? The only reason I I didn't even know you yet, so I I, I always give my props. Um, Gilbert was like, bro, I got a guy. He's like, he then he screenshotted your 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 Instagram and sent it to me, and I was like, okay. And once Gilbert's like, bro, this guy's it. I reached out to you within I don't know how long it was. You're like, absolutely. What do you need? And that's how we connect. And like you said, technology, man. You know, I, I reach out to people that live nowhere near me. They read it and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, this guy's legit. Okay, sure. Oh, me? And that's everybody's thing. Me? You yeah. want me on there? Why me? Why yeah, not you? That's what I tell people. Why not yes. you? For real. So, so I, I remember, thank you. I remember listening to McKnight's podcast and uh, you had mentioned, hey, man, I saw you saying something about the four the four pillars. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because I asked him, ALT, you know, you know, any words of advice, any words of wisdom for, you know, firefighters just in general. And then he's, he gave his spiel, talked about passion, you know, humility, uh, fitness, and uh, always willing to learn. And I was like, man, that's solid. That's a solid message. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And uh, when I heard it on your podcast that you saw that video, I was like, oh, snap. Look at that. Nah, dude, I do my research, man. I'm like a little, little uh, social media sleuth because like people think I just reach out because like I'm just going through a list. I, I carefully watch and then I'll watch what people comment and then I'll click on that. I don't want to give away my secrets, but Probably. like I, I'm a sleuth. I, I will like kind of deep dive you in a way where it's like, okay. No, you did your research. I mean, you yeah. did your homework. Yeah, yeah. you want to do your, and you did your due diligence, right? It's called absolutely. Right, so absolutely, absolutely. Um, but no, man. Like I said, I, I appreciate it. Um, I I, I am February. I, I'm gonna say hopefully it's a good month because February is my month. That's my birthday oh, month. February third is my birthday. February third. I'll be I'll be turning forty one over there. Okay, I'll be uh, my birthday is February twenty second, and you, but you'll be down there right around that time. I'll be there. Okay, so I think the good juju. It's gonna prevail, man. If you come home with that, well, you gotta let me know. You know, I'll get what I deserve. Right, I'll but get what I deserve. If you put, you know? um, I forgot who said it. It was one of the guys that 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 smoked over. They were like, preparation, a little bit of luck, where hopefully you're not sick, nothing's hurting you, and it's all about your mindset. So, the way you prepare, I, I'm I'm hoping that you you have a good outcome, man. Yeah, I get what I deserve. Uh, whether I'm, I'll, if if I'm if I'm victorious, well, I earned it, you know. So I'll get what I deserve, type of thing. And Absolutely, I just leave it at that. 
Okay. All right. Um, like I said, Eric, I appreciate having you on, man. This was a good talk. Mr. Danny B, thank you, sir. Sir, thank you. Have a good day. If any of the listeners out there are or know of a great firefighter who embodies the principles of being a great communicator, goal-oriented, hardworking, humble, passionate, and professional, regardless of rank, career, or volunteer, contact me at studentofthegamefirepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, stay focused, stay committed, and stay safe.